Our next reading comes from John's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 9 to 14. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, nor of a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. This past uh, week or so, we've been asking a question in this church. What is the best thing about Christmas? And Edward and a team went onto the streets of the town and asked people, what was the best thing about Christmas? What's the worst thing about Christmas? And what would be the perfect gift at Christmas? And we've just got a few things they said. I wonder what you would say if someone 
came up to you in the street with a camera and said, what do you think is the best thing about Christmas? I've been thinking about that just preparing for tonight. I love Christmas because... I love Christmas because I love Jesus and have done for 30 years now. I love Christmas because someone somewhere will ask the Christmas question. What's it all about? Somewhere, sometime, I will have the opportunity to explain why Jesus came. What's it all about? What's it really all about? The baby in the manger. Who, who is he? And what does it have to do with me? One of the uh, replies we didn't put on the video screen, someone said that they would love to Christmas to just come around like the Olympics every four years because it just consumes everything. Well, you see, Jesus, he's for every moment of our lives. Every moment we can know that he is with us and for us. For God so loved the world. And uh, you can put in that verse, so loved me. You can personalize it. God so loved me that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I love Christmas because it gives us some of the answers to the big questions of life. Why am I here? What is the meaning and purpose of life? Jesus gives us meaning and purpose. He tells us why we're here. We're here because we've been made by God for a relationship with God, that he wants that to last for all eternity. And he calls us to be friends of his. I love Christmas because Christmas, above all else, tells me and you that you are loved. In whatever ways you are loved by whoever else, you are loved by God Almighty. And he has a passion for you that you perhaps will never understand. The Bible tells us that Jesus came to seek and save all that was lost. All that was not perfect. He came to rescue, to offer hope and joy and love and peace to a broken world. It's so encouraging at Christmas to know that God knows what it's like to be human. It's amazing, isn't it? God knows what it's like. Jesus came. He understands. He's been there where you've been. He's been here. And he experienced it all but sin. And because of Christmas, we have a saviour in heaven. And what Christmas begins, Easter finishes and celebrates. The child in a manger becomes the king on the cross who dies for us, yet death couldn't hold him. And he rose from the dead. He's alive today and changes people's lives today. Because of Christmas, we can know that God 
is always near us, always for us. And because of Christmas, we don't just discover that there may be a God in heaven, or there may be a God who made us, or there may be a God who thinks of us, or there may be a God who cares for us, but that he is Emmanuel, God with us. He wants to be with us. When Jesus called his first disciples, he said, come and be with me. He never said, come and be religious. He said, come and be with me. That's why we call ourselves followers of Jesus. We want to be with Jesus. And the amazing thing is he wants to be with us. We need this message Personally, we need this message. The world needs this message as much as ever. We live in anxious times. We live in a world of confusion. We live sometimes in despair at what we see in the world. Terrorism is living up to its name. Violence hangs over our planet like a black cloud. Mankind seems unable to live in peace with one another. In the last thousand years of human history, only 23 years have been without war on our planet. And there's other fears, financial fears, political fears. We need Christmas. We need Jesus. You need Jesus. I need Jesus. Hope for a broken world. Where's that peace that Jesus promises? Well, he calls one by one by one. And one by one, we make a difference in this world. But you know what? Jesus also promised that there would be a repeat performance. Not just Nativity 2 or 3 or 4, but the return of the king. No silent night next time, the skies will open, the trumpets will sound, and the news of the kingdom will be announced, and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. And Jesus promises that in that new heaven and new earth, there will be no more pain or suffering or war or abuse. All those terrible things that spoil and mar this world, he will do away with. And one by one, he's calling people to be with him and walk with him in this life right into eternity. We need Christmas. We need this hope. I love Christmas because it tells us what God looks like. If you want to know what God looks like, we look at Jesus the Bible says that Jesus radiates God's glory. It says that he's the exact representation of his being. John said he is the word made flesh. God in the flesh. He wasn't just a good man. He wasn't just a godly man. He was God in the flesh. Come to rescue us. Who left his throne in heaven. Became a fragile human being, born as a baby in Bethlehem, grew as a young man in Nazareth, and then died in Jerusalem just outside, and rose from the dead. Why? Because he loves you. Because he loves this world, and not just loves you, he so loves you. Do you ever suffer from so loving? 
When I used to watch Karis, you know, perform in a play or whenever Karis is my daughter, I would just be so proud and just welling. I so loved her. And that's only a glimpse of how God so loves you. So loves you. And he offers the invitation, would you come and be with him? He has high plans for you and me. He wants us to be with him for eternity. He's gathering a people from the corners of the world who will inherit the kingdom of heaven and fill heaven. And that invitation he extends to you and me. And how could we qualify? By being good, doing our best, earning it. No, no. That's what religion's about. Jesus came, God, to us, to rescue us. To everyone who believes, to everyone who would receive him, he gives the right to become children of God. We've been looking at a theme of seeking through our readings and our carols. I wonder what you're looking for this Christmas. What are you seeking? The wise men came seeking. They'd heard that there was a a king born and they came to worship him. The shepherds heard the good news. Today a saviour has been born who is Christ the Lord. And they said, let's go and see this thing. But others missed it. Or refuse to hear it. And they let the most glorious, awesome thing that has ever happened on planet Earth to pass them by. God came to us, for us, and he's with us. They missed the miracle of Christmas. Missed the meaning of Christmas. So what will you do this Christmas? To the invitation that God still gives every single one of us. I know your life is busy, it's crowded. And heaven knows you already have more than you can do. But Jesus came not with a list of things for you to do. He came with a list of things that he has done for you. Your sins, I know we don't use that word very often, but sin just means not being perfect. Because God's perfect, sin is falling short of the perfection of God. So every one of us would say, I'm not perfect. We won't do a show of hands. but All our sin paid for on the cross when he died, forgiven, a gift, if you would receive it. All your fears released because you know that God is with you and for you. And no matter what happens in this world and what things come against us in this world, God is with us and God is for us and he has a plan and a purpose for our lives. Questions that we may have. Well, he brings us the answers. Our death. Defeated. Eternal life as a gift. What would you do if someone said, you could have all those things here 
now, tonight. And you don't have to earn it. You just have to receive it as a gift. The reading that I read said, He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. But to those who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. I don't know if you're planning journeys over this Christmas. Christmas is always full of journeys. It's been that way since the beginning, that first Christmas, and the wise men journeyed, and the shepherds journeyed, from near or far. I would like to invite you on a journey, a journey of faith, a journey of trusting in God, responding to his amazing love. You never know. It just might change everything. I love Christmas because of Jesus. And someone, somewhere, will receive him still. Someone, somewhere, even here tonight, will say, I want Jesus in my life. Someone, somewhere, even here tonight, might have been around Jesus, or know people who talk about Jesus, but you've never said, he's for me. If I'm going to trust anyone in this world, I'm going to trust him. Because if he is who he says he is, he is worth absolutely everything. Or maybe you want to let it pass by again. Or it's not for me, but the invitation still stands. I love Jesus because he first loved me. And I want to give just a moment, just one space for someone, maybe someone here tonight to take that first step on that journey of faith. And it just begins by inviting Jesus in. Who knows what he's going to do? And what have you got to lose anyway? And if you want to do that, I'm just going to pray a prayer that I say regularly just to reaffirm my own just faith in God. And if you want to pray it quietly, just silently in your own heart, and God hears, you know, the silent cries of our heart. If you want to pray that along with me, I would encourage you to do so. It's a way of just starting that journey, taking the very first step. And sometimes we just need someone to say, would you take that step? Don't leave it till next year. Why don't you just take a step tonight? So for the sake of just maybe just one person here tonight, could we just be quiet for a moment and I'll lead in a short prayer. And if you want to pray it with me, maybe you've been a Christian for a little while or a long time, you just want to pray it again, then pray it along with me. But if it's for the very first time, would you just pray it in your heart with me? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Thank you for sending Jesus to rescue me. Thank you that you loved me so much that you came for me. Jesus, I want to respond to your invitation. Please come into my life. Forgive all my sins, 
Heal all my hurts. Answer all my doubts. Drive away all my fear. And give me that new life that you promised. One that nothing can destroy. Not even death. And help me be proud to be a follower of you. Would you fill me with your peace and with your hope, but above all with your Holy Spirit and be with me forever. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to come on an Alpha course next year, I've got some leaflets on the table on your way out. Just take one, have a think about it. Ask someone about it who's been on it maybe, but we'd love to see you.